But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Hi, this is Stephen. Welcome back to another segment of Press On. This is called He Came to His Senses. In Proverbs, the Old Testament, chapter 14, it says, There is a way that seems right to a man, but in the end it leads to destruction. Since the fall in the Garden of Eden, man's own desires to be godlike has throughout history led to chaos. Pride, hatred, lust for power, and the wickedness of the heart has led individuals to trouble and society as a whole. Current and ancient history is a continuous story of mankind denying and defying his creator, all ending in a repeating cycle of chaos and disorder that leads to destruction. Back in June of 2020, anarchists rioted in Seattle under the title of Peaceful Protest. By the 8th of June, they had taken over a portion of the city and named it Chas, Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, under the premise that capitalism, police brutality, and the city government was systematically oppressing minority Americans. Rioters hoped to form a new government based on a reverse hierarchy of oppression that maintain a police-free zone that they believed would protect people of color from the depredations of the state. According to a CNL publication, the City Journal, things did not go well for this godless attempt to bring about a new order. Over its 24-day history, the Autonomous Zone saw two gun homicides and four additional shooting victims. All the identified victims were minorities, precisely the demographic for whom the Chaz had claimed to offer protection. In the absence of a legitimate police force, armed criminal gangs and untrained anarchist paramilitaries filled the void. Almost every night, gunshots rang through the streets. The first homicide victim was killed in an outburst of gang violence. The second, reportedly unarmed and joyriding in a stolen car, was gunned down by none other than the Chaz security force. In the end, the homicide rate in the Chaz turned out to be 50 times greater than Chicago's. In the end, results invalidated the entire premise of the autonomous zone. By instituting a police-free zone, the Chaz didn't become peaceable. It became lawless, brutish, and violent. In Genesis 11, we see another, let's call it, ancient version of Chaz. After the flood, God commanded humanity to increase in number and fill the earth. Humanity decided to do exactly the opposite. And from Genesis 11, we read this. Then they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city with a tower that reaches to the heaven, so that we may make a name for ourselves and not be scattered over the face of the whole earth. Humanity decided to build a great city and congregate there. They decided to build a gigantic tower as a symbol of their power to make a name for themselves. In many respects, we see a repeat of the Garden of Eden where man rejects God's commands and demonstrates his desire to be godlike. It's interesting that biblically, cities are not held in high regard. Historically, any collection of mass populations leads to trouble. I see violence and strife in the city. Iniquity and trouble are within. Ruin is in its midst. Oppression and fraud do not depart from its marketplace, as the writer in Psalms tells us. In the end, because of the sinfulness of man, God brings an end to the defiance of him 
in Babylon. In fact, this nation's forefathers did not hold a great deal of confidence in large population centers, thus creating the electoral process. There is a consistent record that man's governance over himself apart from God in large population centers leads to disorder and destruction. The psalmist writes this, Unless the Lord watches over a city, the watchman stays alert in vain. Unless God is involved in the governance of our lives, our cities, the world, and all of creation, it leads to chaos and destruction. John Adams wrote this, Our Constitution was made only for moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate to the government of any other. You see, morality and virtue are the foundation of a republic and necessary for a free society. Apart from it, what it begins to look like is what we're seeing right now. It is man's arrogance and pride that causes him to walk away from God to seek his own way. I'm reminded of a story in the Bible regarding a son who had it all figured out as well. It's in the Gospel of Luke 15. We are told this story. There was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had and set off for a distant country and there squandered his wealth in wild living. After he spent everything, there was a severe famine in the whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country, who sent him to the fields to feed his pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. And then it says this in verse 17, When he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have food to spare? And here I am starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But listen to what the father said. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. I love two lines in this story. Can you pick them out? The first is in verse 17, when he came to a census. This young man thought he had it all figured out and left home to build his own kingdom. You ever done that? At his lowest moment while feeding pigs and wanting to eat their food because he was so hungry, he came to his senses. What's it going to take for you to recognize that apart from God, everything 
leads to brokenness of the heart and chaos in our lives, and that is what we are seeing in the world today. It doesn't get better until people begin to recognize that apart from God, that apart from how God created us to have a relationship with Him, it all leads to brokenness. What's it going to take for you? I remember what it took for me years ago to get to that place where I came to my senses. That's a story for another day. But what you need to know that there's hope, because my second favorite line is this, but while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him and kissed him. This metaphorically speaks to our own hearts, that we have distanced ourselves from our Creator. And yet, in His great compassion, God still is constantly looking out for you to come back to Him. And when you reach that moment in your life where you come to your senses and say, Lord, apart from you, I can't do anything. This is all turned into jazz then you need to turn around and face him and start heading back. Because when you do that, I love this, that he starts running towards you to throw his arms around you. Psalms 139, 23-24 says this. It suggests that we surrender our lives to God, to our Lord. It says, search me, O God, know my heart, Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way of everlasting. Today, we face a world that is growing hostile to God. For according to Romans 8, it says this, They have exchanged the truth about God for a lie. Although they claim to be wise, they have become fools. Therefore, God gave them over in the sinful desires of of their hearts. The days of this earth and our lives are growing short. The days of this nation are numbered. Therefore, I urge you, come to your senses and return home to the Lord now. Ask, what's it going to take to do that? Not only is waiting for you, the moment you turn and face them, He will come to you running, no matter how far you have distanced yourself from Him. What possibly are you waiting for? Look around you. See where everything is coming to pieces at the seams and ask yourself the question, what am I waiting for? This is Steve, and until we meet again, I urge you to consider these things and press on.
myself in a hundred books And I can't see out No one can I breathe out I'm struggling to make sense of simple words And I can't mourn them No Teach me my name.